I'm Luna Fakeida. I'm Emily Havoc. And my hat looks good on me, don't you agree? I'm Lily Moth, and it's time to open the floodgate. Yay! And today, our second episode, I'm dating these, that's right. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, whoa. (gasps) I'm gonna say the actual date. I'm not. That would ruin the illusion that we're recording these uh, at a relevant (laughs) time. We were talking it's about always the current Kaplum. day whenever we put out the episode. Yeah, we record these day of. We're very yep. skilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were talking about the Capum, which is off the Else, uh, which is a 2007 album. So a little bit later than our last pick. Uh, and quite by a little a bit, bit I mean <laughs> quite a bit. Um, years after. This song uh, yeah, was This song features we've got... Um, oh, John Linnell on vocals again. A little bit of backup from Flansburg, but mostly this is a Linnell song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our full band. We've got uh, Dan Miller on guitar. We've also got Lyle Workman on guitar. Uh, Danny Weinkoff on the bass and uh, Marty Weinkoff, Beller. You magnificent bastard. Yeah, we've gotten we, Marty we've Beller. Marty Beller. Classic. We've got yep. Marty Beller. This is the Marty Beller era. We finally have Marty Beller, and soon, in a multitude of episodes, actually, we can talk about the Marty Beller mask. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Marty Beller mask is a fun song, but right now we're talking about the Capum. Yeah. So, uh... Take us away, Capum. <laughs> I don't drive a boat, but you can still call me the Capum. Um, <laughs> so... I'm gonna this come song right already. out of the gate and say this is one of my favorites. I like this song a lot. It's definitely oh, yeah. your your level of energy. Yeah, it's yeah. Me so personally, bombastic. I'm a huge fan of the really energetic, bombastic songs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this one is just right in my wheelhouse. I'm having a good time. I'm jamming out and getting pumped by listening to it. Uh, yeah. Before my current alarm song, uh, this was my alarm song. <laughs> It's a good alarm song. Yeah. It, yeah, it definitely, like, right out of the gate just hits ones. you with guitar and steady drums. So, like, yeah. it's, it's hard to ignore. This one starts with, like, that really, like, hmm, kind of just heavy strumming, quick strumming, like, guitar intro into the steady drum and bass rhythm, which really carry the start of the song and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It opens into a verse that leads very, very, very quickly into the chorus. Yeah, the this song I would say wastes no time. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um and I mean every layer of this song is great. There's the uh very steady bass that functions almost as a bit of a lead for this one Mm -hmm. definitely has more of a bass lead um there's the like big i would almost describe it as 
stadium style drums going on where it's very much like loud and drawing the room towards the like lead of the bass yeah definitely this song's very percussion focused (laughs) it is it's very in general yeah it like even like the vocals are like hitting the beats really hard Mm. you could march to this song absolutely I mean, the song literally has a stadium crowd behind it the whole time, clapping and mm. stamping their feet rhythmically to the beat. And yeah. at some points you can't hear it, but it's always layered underneath the song and they're always on beat. <laughs> oh, God. It's I can only good. imagine how fun this song is live. Like, Christ. You'd, you'd be out there and you'd just have to start clapping along. Yeah. The, this this is one of those songs where it's like everybody's in it. Mm-hmm. This is the battle of the planet for the apes, but uh, <laughs> oh doesn't doesn't involve almost removing the eye of uh, someone by accident with a uh, laser. <laughs> I mean, there's worse things that uh, happen during live performances. It's fine. It's, it's just true, a mild injury. If you're not willing to take that to see a band, you're not a true fan. If you're not willing to take that to stand on one side of a crowd divided into apes and humans and chant rhythmically with the guitar or the drums, <laughs> then why are you even <laughs> Why are you even here? God. Uh Anyways, as I mentioned uh, in our first episode, I'm also a big fan of the ones that are very singable. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is one of those. Again, it's, like it's got some held notes frankly. in there that are fun. It's just, it's a real good song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound stupid. But also, like, I think my favorite thing about this song is how it's defined by its negatives. Like, uh, all all of the uh, the lyrics are, you know, I'm not this, I'm not yeah, that, I'm not, I'm high not on doing pot. this. I don't drive a boat. <laughs> it's it's like I'm still okay, the captain. So so this is a song that is by process of elimination finding out what the captain is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the captain is. This is <laughs> and this it, is it, a it's man. Such a, dumb contrarian like funny thing to do this is like that guy on your street who owns a boat and has never put it on the water once but still oh owns God. like still owns like a sea captain no, hat. he he sits yeah, yeah. he sits out in his fucking driveway on the boat and drinks beer because <laughs> fuck no i'm not driving down to the lake are you fucking kidding me no <laughs> <laughs> i can be the captain right here yeah. I'm also a big fan. There's the um the instrumentation in the bridge. Oh yeah. It gets oh, yeah. so funky. It's really That funky. is exclusively because the instrumentation on the bridge is a stylophone. What? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, Linnell has played the stylophone <laughs> since the 2000s. Um oh, that's and great. The first place I think it appears is on the else. It might appear... Actually, no, I think it appears in um, the... Uh, there Might Be Giants version of the Main Street Electrical Parade at Disneyland, California. Holy but shit. But I think that's... Yes, I know. 
<laughs> One of those moments where you're like, they Pre Giants did that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they did they did everything. They've been around. But I think the, the first album that it appears on is The Else, which is a fantastic album that we are going to have to talk about in full. Oh yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. Like again, this is a song by song podcast, but in terms of albums that are gonna get a lot of visits, Flood and The Else are both really high up there. I think their original, their self-titled album, I think, is also probably going to show up a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. I I want to bring in Lincoln and the Spine as much as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Stylophone first appears, as far as I can tell, on Baroque Hoedown. Oh! <laughs> what a fucking name. Holy that, yeah. that is, that is, that, that's what the Main Street Electrical Parade is called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it does actually appear the earlier. The Else is the first album it shows up on. Okay. Um, that was accurate. It does actually appear earlier. I was incorrect. It appears earlier on Dan versus the Cog, which was... Oh, but yes, it does, but that is not played by uh, John. Yeah. Okay. That's not played by Linnell. That is played by, uh, I think, Jim O'Connor. Yes. But anyways, lyrically, this song is hilarious. I love it. I love the use of Capum instead of Captain. Like, this yeah, person yeah. is uh, sort of, like, donning a seafaring, like, stereotypical seafaring Captain accent. <laughs> like, he's there. never yeah, left the ocean. I don't know ocean. if you want to, like, move on to interpretation already. Do, are we done with the trivia? I don't uh, think there's terribly much. Well, no, I was just talking about parts of the song I like yeah. less than I was well, talking yeah, about. Yeah, but I, I honestly, let's get Lucy directly into the uh, the interpretation. Yeah, for me, because okay. like that, like saying Capum instead of Capin as this like it it makes it like less serious almost because yeah. it's like okay, you're getting it kind of wrong. And there's also like you're clearly trying to be something you're not, and everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I was going with this. Is like, no, I'm not high on pie. I'm, you know, I don't drive no, a boat, but I can still really be the captain. Who I'm trying to be. I can still be the captain. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not too much trivia about this one. Is yeah. the like interesting part about it? So we could absolutely just do interpretation. The only thing that's really trivia about this is obviously I've already mentioned that there's the stadium rock cloud clapping. Um, and Linnell has a quote here where he says, I own two stylophones and they're both broken at this point. They sound like nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, if, if you're looking for a unique sound, pick up a broken instrument. It'll work. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I assume he broke the stylophones, like, Playing. after, yeah, after he yeah. played these. But that's... Yeah. I mean, I love if the you idea shred as hard as Linnell <laughs> does on style. <laughs> He's the Ingve Malmsteen of <laughs> The Ingve Malmsteen of stylophones. Um, I mean, parts of the other parts of the song I really like just to like really get out all the musical parts that mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. are worthy of talking about. 
Um, the little break with the sit beside me at my helm. Yeah, this is what I call the helm. Like, that part where the music kind of fades away, it's just the clapping and the very unsteady vocals of this person talking about, like, something they don't know how to drive. It is the dejection of, like, you invite someone over to your house and they're like, Oh, this is your room. Oh. Cool. Uh, this is the fast forward button. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, I also love how long the I don'ts are held at the end of the song. <laughs> All right. I think, I mean, really, this one. I swear I'm the fucking captain. <laughs> I'm shitting and crying. <laughs> <laughs> This one, I think, is definitely going to be colored by its interpretations part of the episode, because this song is so rife with character. Yeah, it's so rife with character. Again, uh, for me, it's really the forefront. It's really obvious uh, that this is about someone like grandstanding who's trying to command... Uh, authority that they do not actually have yeah yeah uh, they have a, like a hat and a boat they never drive and they're mm-hmm. trying Which, to say that they're a captain now yeah i think is also um evident in the interpretations of uh some other fans on the wiki yeah uh big shout outs to the they might be giants wiki i'm just gonna read the entire first interpretation real quick okay the captain is george w bush <laughs> There are okay. 34 interpretations on this page. 34. It's, this is a very rife playground for people to speculate I mean, about the what, lyrics are how sparse. funny this could be. So it allows you to just kind of fill in wherever you want. And holy fuck, bud. <laughs> uh, we've also got, this is about Cap'n Crunch's uh, quest for respect in a world that does not understand him. He's not even a captain. He's, He's not. not. He's like, what is it, a corporal or a lieutenant or something? Yeah. Shit? Corporal Crunch. Yeah. I guess that doesn't ring. Um, we uh, uh, have one interpretation is that the I'm not high on pot line is a denial of something that is actually true. And this is just a guy high on pot. <laughs> this is I his mean, delusion listen, of being a captain. If- if there were yeah. ever a person to sit on a boat in their driveway, it would be someone who's just, like, smoking dope. Like, fair, fair, fair. Listen, I, as a child, used to climb on the boats at Bass Pro Shops, and one time, I got my belt loop caught on one, uh, on, like, the, uh, the mooring hooks, and uh, I fell flat on my face and almost broke my nose doing that. And in there that moment, is... I felt like the captain. A failure. There is an interpretation here from someone who's never listened to the song, and they say it has the familiar They Might Be Giants theme of the narrator being freakish. See, renew my subscription, I've got a fang, and hopeless bleak despair. I will say, the narrators of They Might Be Giants songs are freaks. Uh, Most of the time, yes. Frankly, we're about to see... Oh, wow, we've created a sort of a categorical 
introduction to freaks with the next this pick and the next pick. Oh, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> That's a shit. teaser. Yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. Jesus Christ. Uh, there's one here where someone attributes this to a feud that did not happen. Um, hmm. They they have like multiple like pages worth of explanation of this imagined dispute between Flans and Linnell. Really? Yeah. You think this was their original breakup song? No, apparently. <laughs> the original breakup song was Boss of Me. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> oh, and this insane. Is, this is Linnell's, uh, uh, like, shot back. Okay, this is, this is the return fire. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I like this one, which is that the Capum is a record producer, and this is a song maybe written about a specific person they've worked with in the past. Because I could kind of see that, that, like, bravado of, like, I know what I'm doing, I'm sitting at the helm and controlling things, uh, we're, you we're should listen to We're going to make me. our music the way we want, and yeah. you're, you're not running this ship. Okay. Interesting. All right, we've got another. Um, the Cap'n is a specific person. Uh-huh. Uh, interpretation with it being Ren from Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> 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 I mean, I it then is by the transitive property. It is Ren something from Ren and Stimpy is George W. Bush. Yes, 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 exactly. Um, like it, you know, it absolutely is something that I could see they might be giants referencing. But usually they reference things pretty explicitly. Yeah. If they're going to reference something, they they full-on say it. Don't really leave much margin for error, I'm gonna say. Oh, I like this uh, little acknowledgement that the Dust Brothers, uh, who produced the song, their recording studio is called The Boat. Oh, um, so... so it does... So if you forgive my pun, it does hold jab. water. <laughs> it could have been a fun little jab you do with friends, where you're like, uh, I definitely you know. could see that, yeah. You yeah, know, I, could, I could see we're that We're in vibe. the boat, but I'm the captain, you know. It might be yours, but right now I'm running it. I like this person. Uh, this song is about a lovable nut, a quirky guy who calls himself the Cap'em presumably expects everyone else to as well and rules his roost from his helm on the sofa what if he was just a little bit quirky with it yeah i i another couple highlights of the it being a specific person theory we've got random crazy person that they met once you already said george (laughs) w bush yeah uh john lennon okay and ron (laughs) hubbard like l ron hubbard (laughs) yeah yeah Lafayette Ron Hubbard, who is known to favor nautical garb. Ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> is Ahoy the yeehaw fan. of the sea? Ahoy yes. is the yeehaw of the sea. Good. Um, I do like the acknowledgement that it might be the helm in question might be a couch because of the yeah. fast forward button reference. <laughs> That that brings another layer to like the the poser theory where you're, it's just some dude sitting on his fucking couch being a goddamn like 
loser. And he's like, uh, uh, no, no, this is my boat. Captain <clears throat> boat. I, uh, I'm not going to read this, but someone went with a trans interpretation of this song. Yeah, it's, uh, interesting. Um, it is I, fascinating. I'm looking at it, huh? Unfortunately, I... I don't really like the interpret as much as I like interpreting things to be trans because that's great. Um, this song seems to like cast the narrator as like being an idiot who doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's that's kind of sad. Yeah, casting like if you want to read that into it and read it as like, oh. They uh, they are like exploring this new world and or whatever, and like people aren't taking them seriously. Mm-hmm. Sure, read it like that. I don't think I'm going to ascribe that meaning is intentional though. That's maybe that would be really rough, especially yeah. considering the time it came out, 2007, which eh, it was a rough time for. Yeah. They'd already wrote S E X X Y at that point. I don't I don't know if they were like really down to be like negative about anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would hesitate to to, you know, make yeah. that association. Either way. Uh, considering they ra- uh, uh your racist friend came out in like the eighties. Yeah. I, yeah. I, but still, uh uh any you know, interpretation is valid. All interpretations yeah. are valid, like, even if some maybe have more evidence than others. You know, like, good on you, uh, wiki user who po- posted that interpretation. There like, is no right answer in art. The only people who are wrong are the people who say, stop looking into things. It doesn't mean anything. Anti-intellectuals are the scum of the earth. All right, so That's now we position. get to a fun part. Mm-hmm. What do each of you think the song means? <laughs> I mean, I've already talked about it. <laughs> Emily, do you have a wild one for this? A I'm wild trying... sort of interpretation. I'm deep in my mind palace right now. Give me, <laughs> give me like just a second to think. Okay, okay. Think, think deep in your mind palace. Um... My brain, when I think of the song, thinks of, like, you know those episodes of sitcoms where, like, the dad will, like, like, put on, like, a hat or, like, don a character for the episode and, like, rule over a throne kind of vibe? Like, Mm -hmm. he essentially becomes a, like, (laughs) demanding monarch for an episode, or a character becomes a demanding monarch for an episode and picks their throne to rule over. I could see that with the Capum as, like, almost a sitcom-esque declaration of authority that leads to you holding over a place you're sitting as your ship. (laughs) And the people around you as your crew. Okay, I think I have one. Okay. The song is about an ant that has been uh, infected with a cordyceps fungus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the cordyceps fungus is the capum? Yes. Okay. Oh. It's the one okay. taking control of the ant and it's trying to act normally. It could also be about a cat with a. Uh, 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 toxoplasmosis. Toxoplasmosis. Uh, where it's, it's trying to be. Uh, that that sort of normal 
uh, being that it always was, but still taking these weird dives into other territories that it's usually not doing. Okay. So, in the ant's case, going up high, hoping to get uh, uh, pecked by birds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like staggering around. Yes. Oh, and that's why the line you probably think that I'm high on pot, but I'm not. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Again, there's, there's evidence for it. There's maybe stronger evidence for other things, but I like it. What do you it's very mean? Good. Are you saying that my art is wrong? Thank you so much for listening, everybody. <laughs> uh, Floodgate is a production of Tiny Lunar Dragon Luna? Studios. Uh, our music was our our theme was created by Bones. Thank you so much. Uh, our album art was created by Emily Cardamus. Yeah. Uh, at Corrupted Gem on Twitter. Uh, you can find all that, this information in the description as well. Uh, you can also, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, we've got patreon.com slash tinylunardragonstudios. Uh, we really ap- appreciate it. All your support lets us make this show yeah. and our other shows. Uh, it, it, it really means a lot to us. So we really appreciate all of our uh, Patreon supporters. Uh, all right. Is there anything else that you guys want to bring up? Why do you hate um, ants? Yeah, why do you hate ants? You know, follow our Twitters or whatever. Um, uh, uh, you know, we're we're having a good time. Uh, uh, join us in the Discord and yeah, chat with please, us too. Please join like, us yeah. in the Discord. It's a ridiculous time. Yeah, if you want to talk about they might be giants with some other fans, or if you want to uh, yell at us to do your favorite song, like that's the oh, place yeah. to do it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We would love recommendations. Or if you uh, want to tell me how cool and good my interpretations are, because clearly I'm not fucking appreciated here. Yeah. So you hey, can just I go to discord.tinylunardragon.studio, <laughs> and that's where you can find that. Yeah. You can join us and hang out, and uh, we are pretty responsive in talking to fans. So yeah. feel free to come on by. And remember. Everybody dies frustrated and sad, and that's beautiful. Thanks for listening. Hey, Emily. Yeah? Do you think King K. Rool would make a good podcast host? Absolutely not. Can you imagine how much he'd show for, like, crypto? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that might still make him a good host, though. Like, what do you think, Lily? I mean, it would make him a good I host mean, for investors. He might be a good host for, like, an investment podcast, but I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where he's, like, very clearly a ghoul, and it would be a ghoul-centric podcast. <laughs> a ghoul? Yeah! yeah. The ghouls. All right, fair enough. Hey, smooth skin, how do you feel about crypto? Hey, smooth skin, you want to invest in my fun? <laughs> Join us for more discussions like this every other week at the Ultimate Tier List, found wherever you can find your podcasts. Open the floodgates.